And good morning and welcome to the Capital Five Minute Winning Minor. It's Thursday, the 23rd of February. Good morning, Paul. How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good. We just closed last night uh, in substantial fundraising for Infinity Energy Systems, which will be very good news for the uh, flow battery industry and the vanadium flow battery industry. Good news for vanadium. Everyone's going to get excited about it. We, we've done a £16 million placing, which will grow actually before we actually close the ABB. Uh, there's a £4 million open offer and we brought in a strategic Taiwanese company, Everbright, for a £2.5 million subscription. So that gives them lots of money to go through to commercial release date with Siemens Gamesa and uh, then the sales will come in the billions. Very exciting. Anyway, uh, we're here for mining, not for um, flow batteries. Uh, Anglo-American was the big one. The results there, Paul, are pretty similar to sort of Rio and uh, Antofagasta, etc. You know, the, the story is all the same, basically, that, you know, profits are well down on last year, which were super normal profits. And, you know, they are getting hit by energy costs and inflation and slightly slower Chinese demand. I mean, it sort of sums up all of them in, in general, doesn't it? It sure does. Uh, I would say it's it's a, yet another sequel, uh, essentially a performance results uh, uh, on a year on year basis uh, for Anglo-American uh, in comparison with Rio Tinto and BHP and so forth and so on. And uh, uh, as you say, it's about uh, uh, lower revenues based on lower uh, primary product prices that they sell. Anglo-American also selling in the iron ore space. Uh, as well as copper, uh, just like BHP and Rio. So uh, uh, necessarily then they would have um, a very similar uh, uh, patterns as far as their changes are concerned here. Total dividend uh, and buybacks per share, they had reduced also by 60% at Anglo-American to 198 uh, billion. So uh, final dividend for the year reduced by 37% to uh, 74 cents. Um, so um, again, it, it's uh, following this. It's interesting to see too that managements are following more or less the same actions too. The boards are acting very similar in uh, these regards uh, as far as their uh, distribution of cash flows and and uh, where their outlook lies, that sort of thing. I can always be an analyst. I could put that in a couple of lines, Paul. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm not about to become one. <laughs> Uh, right, uh, there's not much news actually out on UK junior mining. It's mainly overseas, uh, but what would you like to discuss on the overseas ones? Well, on the overseas uh, uh, statements here, we've got uh, a London private equity group, Appian, is taking a move to acquire control of TSX-listed Osisco Metals Pine Point Lead Zinc VMS project in the far north of Canada. Appian commits to Canadian $100 million over a four-year period to acquire a 60% interest in the Pine Point mining subsidiary of Osisco. Pine Point being a large historic uh, production project in far north of Canada, and Osisco has been uh, essentially drilling quite a lot up there in order to revitalize the mine for um, uh, restart and obviously Appian is rather bullish then on lead and zinc and also on the uh, opportunity or the um, likelihood that uh, they have something significant uh, to restart on uh, here at Pine Point. So it'll, it's a, yet another uh, deal in the M&A space. Uh, and that's what we love. We love a bit of M&A. Um, okay, let's keep going, Paul, with some of your, your TSX things. 
Yes, we've got uh, updated resource estimate here out from the Chesapeake Gold, uh, the Mexico uh, Sulfide Gold Project at uh, Metates. New estimate now at 16.7 million ounces at half a gram per ton and 423 million ounces of silver at uh, not quite or at half a ounce per ton in silver uh, for a total volume of just shy of a billion tons in the measured and indicated because it is measured and indicated. Therefore, it does fit into uh, mine planning uh, feasibility uh, study eligibility for that size of resource uh, as well as uh, because the breccia zone at Chesapeake is the one which uh, was the primary focus. It also has uh, ind indications that it will be the better grade um, material in order to start uh, the uh, mine project on. Now, Metates is intended to be a sulfide leach project, which is not that common in the gold space, but is more common in the copper space these days. So uh, keep a good eye on that one as far as uh, technology, because it is a greener uh, way of producing low-grade low gold and copper. There you go. Very good. Anything else? Yes, uh, London quoted Asia Anglo-Asian Mining, uh, which is the copper gold producer in Azerbaijan, put out pretty bullish uh, production guidance statement for this year. Uh, they expect to produce about 50 to 54,000 ounces of gold equivalent, of which about um, somewhere in the range of 4,200 tons of that will be copper and 30 to 32,000 uh, ounces of gold. That means the copper production should increase by about 63 to 71%, but gold production would fall by a little less than a third. So how the uh, prices in 2023 between copper and gold play out uh, would uh, uh, therefore give us an outlook on what we expect Anglo-Asian to earn. Uh, at the current time, um, gold uh, producing or gold uh, prices are better than copper prices. So we'll, we'll see whether or not the uh, shift to a higher uh, copper uh, portion of Anglo-Asian's revenues uh, will be beneficial for them this year. Fair enough. Let's call it a day there, Paul, uh, and we can speak again tomorrow. Very good. See you then.